0: It's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? You can call the show on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas.
1: Hey, Podeloff, this is Mike Leach reaching out from Aaron. Hey, uh, <coughs> he just wants me to reinforce a few points with you. The SEC isn't scared of a team that goes 5-7 and seven in the Big 12. And then the other thing, I hear Texas loses every game that you attend, so I assume you were uh, there in 2008 where Crabtree made the catch uh, when Texas Tech uh, played number one Texas. And the the other, maybe you should skip the Kansas game this year so Texas can go to a bowl. Ah, an old classic there from Coach Leach.
0: I've been opening up with Mike Leach clips this week just to keep everyone at least uh, at a half smile. So I, I can't stop now. But, by God, is that Teddy Lehman's music on a Wednesday? Yeah. Look at this. Unbelievable. Four-day work week. We're going to work this guy to death if we keep it up.
1: Well, you know,
0: we marched it down the
1: field yesterday, so I figured I'd come Uh, back in
0: Please do that on the radio broadcast Saturday, by the way.
1: (laughs) We marched it down the field, uh, filled with phlegm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, doing a little Wednesday. Got a travel Friday coming up, so... I'm thrilled to be here to uh, to get a day in with you midweek. Yeah, thrilled. That's that's a word to No, use. I am. Yeah, I am. okay. There's well, nowhere
0: I'd rather be. Thrilled at 3:05. Let's yeah. revisit this conversation at 4:05 and see if thrilled is still the uh, word that you would like to use. Yeah, you'll be out on Friday, so you're here today. Travis will be with me on Friday, which means our oh, Friday boy. Rush Open will actually sound right because we still run a Friday Rush Open three times on Wednesdays. So, hmm. at least it'll match up this week. But good I to have you that in here you, today. Is
1: that, can you do that if I'm not there? You can still run the Rush Open? Well, it's a, di- it's a
0: different Open. It doesn't even have your name in it. It just says the Friday Rush because originally it was the Friday Rush.
1: Well, you guys need a new name.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm open to suggestions, whatever. <laughs> I like how, oh, since I'm out one to two days a week, the whole show has to be rebranded into something else.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Well, um, great question. How
0: does Teddy working on Wednesdays affect sooner recruiting? Greg from Lawton.
1: Well, I guess it affects it in a positive manner. So what's the situation with Miguel Chavis? Tell me what's going down. I wish I knew, um he said earlier,
0: i'm gonna try to find the exact quote that he had Something but like basically like today is today right? is gonna be a great day, yeah, and then this he... is gonna be a fun one is what he says o u d n a hashtag chosen twenty three
1: huh well, is that um i mean that's that's got Whenever you reference the recruiting, it's not going to be fun day of practice, I'm guessing. I, you know, I don't know. I maybe guess he maybe knew that short. you were working on Wednesday today, and that's what
0: he was referencing. Ah, that's right. That.
1: That's probably right. So what could this mean? It has it to, to mean recruiting? about
0: the 2023 recruiting class. I'm guessing that it means they got a commitment from a three-star defensive end out of Nolansville, Tennessee. That's oh, okay. my guess. Okay. Taylor Wine or Taylor Wayne. W e i n. How do you think that's pronounced? Wine
1: or Wayne? I don't know. About Wayne, wine. It's got to be wine, right? I think it's wine. Huh.
0: Ohio, Miami of Ohio, Kent State, Akron, and Buffalo.
1: I thought it was we were going to announce that DJ Hicks was uh, was coming back.
0: Psh, I, back. I wish you got some scuttlebutt on that situation. I had that written no. down the day to
1: address or to talk about. I've got no scuttlebutt, but something like that. I thought, hey, let's uh, let's let's get some. Hey, any news is good news when it comes to recruiting. If you're if you're talking about guys that are committing or or whatever, so I'm happy with that. Um, but you know, I I think it's still hanging over everyone's head that man, there's some really good recruits left out there and. I don't mean to say that uh the three star kid from Tennessee is not gonna be great. Don't know anything about him, but fascinating. Seems like Teddy happier today than
0: he was yesterday after hearing those Stutzman comments. Yeah, did you get a quote or did you get a call from uh B V last night? I did not. What are you saying? What are you saying over there on that dumb radio show you do?
1: Uh usually what he says to me is have you fixed all of our problems yet? That's
0: that's what he says to you.
1: Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so I'd be like, No. Have you? Uh, am I in a better mood? Maybe I'm just hiding it better. I don't know. Give it time. I'll get angry about something. Oh, I I got plenty of things to give you, uh, uh, get
0: you angry today. Because I went down the rabbit hole of conference only st- stats for the team whew. before the show today. Why would you subject
1: yourself Cause to Because I was like seeing that. if Come I could on. find
0: something interesting, and unfortunately I did.
1: Yeah, there's some interesting stuff
0: in there, all right. Last in red zone offense, mm. 29 of 33, 87.9%. Yeah. Last in penalties, last in opponent first downs, 25 mm. per game. They've given up 99 first downs on the ground this year. Hey. Which is 21 more than the next team, which is mm. Kansas. Yeah. Ninth in sacks, 10th mm. in rush defense. Wow. Just under 200 yards a game,
1: 199.9. Hey, but when it comes to scoring defense, we're 8th. How about that? In front of West Virginia, who you're going to play this Saturday. West Virginia is dead last, and then Oklahoma State is ninth. So two of the three teams that we have left to play are uh, are behind us, and we're actually tied with Texas Tech. So, hey.
0: Come Things on. are looking up. No. Right? Yeah, yeah that's why the FPI favors them in every game from here on out. Let's go. What do you think OU's uh, turnover number is this year?
1: Like the plus or yeah, minus? Yeah, plus minus, yeah. Uh, man, we were so good for so long. I think we're – I think it's a warsh.
0: Plus one. It's plus close. one.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Five forced fumbles this year, just two recoveries. Mm. Uh, ten interceptions on the year. Hmm. So a total of twelve turnovers forced. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you're right. They were good early on. Um, it took until the TCU game for them to lose yeah. the turnover battle, and that was just a minus one. It but took
1: them. That was the first turnover, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. I think that was the first turnover of the season. Yeah. Um, but they no wa- no 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 no. We had um, we had a turnover in the Nebraska game. Remember, like the botch snap to Bevel. Oh, late in the
0: game. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. They've lost the turnover
0: battle in three. Well, actually, no, four out of their last five games. They lost all four of those games. The one game where they didn't lose it, well, they beat Iowa State. They were plus two. It, so it, there you go.
1: Hey, it's been a, it's been a how-to on losing football games. All right, that's that's what's gone down. And I'll tell you, as I've done a bit of a deeper dive on West Virginia. Right. Here's the frustrating thing. A a decent defense totally shuts this offense down, West Virginia's. Sure.
0: Just I'd, like just like Iowa State did last. What did did uh yeah, that's West right. Virginia score like 14? Was it was that it the number? Yeah. 14, 17, whatever that's right. it was.
1: And it's, you know, it, it shouldn't take um, a whole lot of extra thinking and, you know, and d- trying to really put together the perfect game plan. This should be like almost a base defense type of week, but we don't have that for, you know, a bunch of different reasons. So it's going to be, my guess, yet again, a hang on to your butts type of day. I, f- I feel like that's what the rest of the season's going to be like this year. Oh, I'm not expecting
0: anything different than that.
1: At least on a consistent basis. Like, yeah. I think that we are more than capable of showing up on a given afternoon and putting a, a really good performance together. But, you know, I, as far as expecting anything week by week, uh, series by series, snap by snap, just not there right now.
0: No, um, and, and I'm interested to see, I mean, how this team bounces back after that loss last weekend especially defensively. Like what the if the attitude changes, if it's any different, like kind of how, how does this team bounce back from the from their forced loss of the year? I don't not know. we're not normally talking about this situation during the course of an OU football season and this team is getting um it's getting criticized quite a bit not only for its talent level but you know, the passion at which it plays. I that's one of the very interesting things to me is what's the what's the Give a Rip meter look like Saturday at noon local time in, in Morgantown.
1: Well yeah, I know that's the question, but why don't you tell me what your prediction is?
0: Uh my prediction is 70 to 68 is my early week nah, feel.
1: No, come on. What's your 38
0: 35 is where I'm at. 38
1: 35, but what's your prediction on the Give a Rip for the team? I think it'll look very similar as to what it did
0: last week. I mean, I think <laughs> the Give a Rip is kind of hit and miss with this team or at least it has been recently.
1: Yeah. Hard to argue. With You're that. the
0: one that has apparently fixed all of OU's problems according to Brett Vittables.
1: I've fixed no problem. I'm good at identifying problems. I'm not good at fixing them. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm I I remain frustrated by the exchange you played on air yesterday. Uh, I'm trying not to let it steer me into a really bad spot with this football team. I'm hoping that it's just one of those things where the the quote does not do the the actual mentality of the of the person.
0: Well, it, isn't it interesting how that played out? Because we didn't play that clip until yesterday, but that happened immediately after the Iowa State game, before the Baylor game. I think we would all agree here today that Danny Stutzman did not play well against Baylor. I think we would all agree with that, right? Isn't that interesting how that works out is that he has that quote on a podcast and then that's the very next game that he plays against a physical Baylor um, offense. So well, I, I mean, it, it, so when I'm talking about what's the give or it meter from this defense on Saturday, how do they respond? I'm talking to everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely talking to Danny Stutzman, though.
1: I, I'm stuck in this place where, which, you know, there's a couple of things going on here. Number one, I, maybe that's how uh, like most players are. Is that how most players are? Maybe that detail, that's ah, not that big of a deal, whatever, I'll get it right. Maybe I'm making too much of it in, on that end. Maybe it's just, it's a common thread out there. But the, and the other part of me is like, is that how everyone feels? That it doesn't matter? It's just one step? Is that, is that like the mentality of our football team?
0: Um, I don't know if it's fair to say yes to that, but if your middle linebacker um, is saying that, then it's hard to think that that, that thought is not going around um, across the board. I mean that's supposed to be the tone setter of your team, correct?
1: I just don't know how to respond to it. And maybe I'm making too much, I'm probably making too much of it, but like it's 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 frustrating to hear a line like that, especially after the way the the team played on Saturday where it is a like I said, it's a how-to on how to lose a football game because it's a how-to on not winning on details. We we lost on details on lining up. Imagine that on penalties, on special teams, on costly errors. Like that's what we lost on. We yeah. lost on details. Yeah, they, I
0: mean they couldn't even line up right. Um, so what am I
1: supposed to think?
0: I that's you you know what you're supposed to think. You're supposed to be really disappointed about that because that was the next game after that comment is they weren't even getting lined up right. Uh, Baylor had just wide open holes to run through on Saturday. Sure.
1: Which, you know, I, if that's how we feel after beating Iowa State, who, who at the time was winless in conference play, that, ah, we're good, we got it. I, I don't know, man that is about as disheartening of, of a thing as i can hear
0: take away the three tip off interceptions do we win the game thanks guys ronaldo in the village maybe but the, i mean that's not really the point there were three yeah. tipped plays and you did lose the game
1: probably we probably win the football game if if you know cuz what two of them were deep in our territory were those the tipped or
0: Yeah, well, they they had a couple of – or at least one really nice return on the interception. So, you can't play that game. I mean, if you want to go down that road, well, Baylor could have beat you by ten instead of three if they don't take a knee on a uh, third-down conversion. Yeah. So, no, I I mean, in terms of, I guess, the overall picture, most fans or media would say that there's not a whole lot on the line for OU on Saturday other than bowl eligibility. But there's a lot on the line in terms of – the mentality of this team and this program moving forward it has got to shift starting and and I don't know if it's possible to completely shift the thought process of things after just after a loss last weekend but that's got to start to that's got to start to take place yeah cuz it is concerning man it's definitely alarming again that that that's not your second string corner man that's not a rotational player That is a guy that's been a starter all year long at a very critical position on this defense, and a guy that you're banking on is going to be its star at some point in your career, going to be the anchor of some really good defenses that Brent Venables is going to have at some point. That's what you're kind of banking Danny Stutzman's career on, is he is the dude in the middle of your defense. And if that guy is saying things like that, yeah, I'm definitely worried.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Don't know what to make of it. It's uh it's definitely it's definitely frustrating and, and not not something that I. Really
0: We're inside the Brad O'Haver Studios today. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Air Comfort Solutions Text Line. We can get to that now. 405-651. Thirty-four, thirty-nine. if you want to interact with the show. Uh, Russ in Atlanta says, When will the ref release the What's One Foot to the Left or Right t-shirts? <laughs> probably <laughs> uh, not going to put that one out anytime soon, Russ.
1: Yeah. Probably not putting that one out.
0: Is the name Taylor Wine? In German, wine is pronounced Wien, rhymes with seen. The translation is wine. So his name must be pronounced Wien or wine. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Um, But. Uh now is this a, was this just an offer or a this contract? was just an
0: offer. Yeah. Okay. Um and USC offered him I think like thirty minutes later, so everyone's been making fun of that.
1: Uh he is a uh bale, good looking athlete. Three star, that. yeah. Nolansville, yeah. Tennessee. What six, five, 250, something we, like that?
0: Someone asked us uh, earlier who are the best three star and lower prospects that OU's had here in the past twenty five years or so and the list is uh it's pretty lengthy. Yeah. What were you, a two-star coming out of Fort Gibson?
1: Yeah. Hmm. I think probably a – I think I was originally a two-star and probably got a sympathy third star, you know, just to – Only
0: because Nebraska came in and showed some interest late, right? Was that it?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the – like whenever you go national – the the highly recruited guys are going to be they're going to be pretty good, um, but there there's going to be a ton of guys that are three and four star caliber that are excellent excellent football players, and you just don't know like what the what the ceiling is, what the development curve is for those guys. From the four hundred
0: five, it's about being a mean dude that has some football IQ for me. If that's a three star, so be it.
1: Yeah, i well, like to see
0: some attitude around here.
1: Here's the thing, man. Um, the second you arrive on campus, nobody, and I mean nobody, not the trainers, not the equipment guys, dang sure not the coaches, and dang sure not your teammates, care what your star rating was whenever you were in high school. Nobody the second you step onto campus it's never even brought up again now fan base and and stuff they may talk about it but i it's done over there's nothing ever that comes of it again so i it's nice to have high highly rated recruiting classes there's no doubt about that but it gets you nothing other than a highly rated recruiting class there's good talent in there but there's there's good talent everywhere.
0: Tyler, if I'm being completely honest, I honestly don't care how many stars a recruit has. Oklahoma football needs a team full of Drake Stoops. That young man gets it and brings it like it's his last snap. I will challenge you to say on Saturday during the radio broadcast, man, if this team just had 22 Drake Stoops. Yeah. See how many times you can say that. Ah, 22 Stoops would be awesome.
1: Yep, 22 Stoops. Well, I agree – some guys get it others you spend 5 years trying to coax their their potential and everything that they can do you try you spend hours and just find ways to motivate find ways to try and get them on the field and try and figure out a new way to get them to learn what they're supposed to learn and you just you bend over backwards, and nothing ever happens. Okay,
0: I feel like I'm about to lose you today. We're not even at 3.30 yet. I've still got two and a half hours left <laughs> with you today. we got to get off this Danny Stutzman subject. I'm
1: not talking about Stutzman.
0: Well, I we were last segment, and that's when things started to roll downhill a little bit. I'm just
1: so. saying, like, in general, I, there's there's no formula. And right now, I, a, a stripping back of, of the situation and – and, um, and and putting in some guys that maybe have to learn the details first. And that's sometimes that's a good thing about not necessarily a late bloomer, but a guy that's not a, a five-star. The guy that's the five-star has been able to get away with being so much better than everyone else for so long, right, that maybe the details just haven't really made much of a difference. But another guy that's had to really grind and work and – and do everything the right way in order to get to where he is, and then all of a sudden the development starts to come around with that too, physically, well, you, you're going to end up having a really, really good football player. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I think I figured out OU's issues, all of OU's issues. Yeah. And I'm proud to report all that. Them? all. Yeah, I think all of their issues can go back to this single thing. And the good news, Teddy, it's not even their fault. Okay. Um, the Husker Hex has been pointed out. Huh. Listen to the record of all six teams that have beaten Nebraska this year and their record after they've beaten the Huskers. Northwestern beat the Huskers in week zero, right? They are 0 and 8 cents. Georgia Southern beat Nebraska. They are 3 and 4 cents. OU beat Nebraska, they are 2-4 and four since that game. Wow. Uh, Purdue beat Nebraska, they are 0-2 since that game. Illinois beat Nebraska, they are 0-1 since that game. Minnesota beat Nebraska, and, well, we'll see if they can uh, actually win a game. They're 0-0. Zero zero. But teams are 5-19 overall after they beaten Nebraska in a football game this year. They were 18-6 going into the Nebraska game collectively. 5-19 and 19 collectively after beating the Huskers. That's so funny. It's not OU's fault.
1: Yeah, Illinois beat them and then turns around and loses to... Uh, Michigan State. Yeah. <laughs> that is... Uh, isn't, that, isn't
0: that wild? Northwestern hasn't won a game since they beat Nebraska back in August. The Husker Hex. That's who you got to blame it on.
1: That's interesting. And how about this? Um, Rutgers lost to Nebraska and won the next game. Their only win in Big Ten against Indiana, uh, right after they lost to Nebraska. you was
0: probably in the top fifteen last night in the playoff Dang rankings it. if you just intentionally lose that game to the Huskers. it. Missed opportunity.
1: Hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Have you seen the guy? I think it's, I think it's the Jets. A Jets fan flipped a coin. For every one of their games this year, before the season started, to see what would happen, like win loss, and like he went through the whole season. I think they got eliminated. Eliminated in the AFC Championship game. Wow! As of right now, the Bills last week. The coin toss is nine and zero. Oh my god! <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, that's what we're doing next season.
0: Based on our predictions from this past year, next season when we predict the OU schedule, we'll be using the coin toss. Hey, I think I have a quarter in my car. Maybe we should do that yeah. for the final three games to final see if this games? team is going to go bowling or not.
1: Would we ever be able to decide on what we are, heads or tails? No, there's no way. we, <laughs> we figure out a way to have well, a Well, maybe you just do it as, like, the home team is heads and the road team is tails, and you just flip the coin. We need, to, we need
0: to find out how that guy did that. But, wow.
1: Yeah, 9-0 and right now through the season. Jeez.
0: <laughs> That's great. Let's do the coin toss to see if they're going to go to a bowl game and play in a baseball stadium in Phoenix.
1: All right. We need to, We'll do that today at some point. You yes.
0: realize that that game, that bowl game in Phoenix is where the Diamondbacks play, the baseball stadium? Oh, cool. Yeah. I, hey, it's I'm... got that pool out there in right center field.
1: Oh, yeah. I'll go for a
0: dip. Maybe so hopefully halftime. you play Iowa or Wisconsin. They rent out the pool and you can see their white northern yeah. bodies out there during the football game. That'd be great, wouldn't it?
1: The only people on the planet that'll be whiter than Oklahoma fans will be. Me, basically, was... is who you're talking about. <laughs> Hey, aren't you a Wisconsin fan? No, I'm wearing an OU shirt. Oh, I just you know, you look awful white. I thought maybe you're a Wisconsin guy. Well, yeah. Still, um Is that is that a type of bowl game that it it can be no matter how bad we get, we can still go there?
0: Uh I mean they're gonna have to win at least one more game. Is right. that what you're That's asking? What I'm
1: saying like it doesn't really matter if we win six games or eight games, like that. No, still I no, be... I
0: think that's a point because you know going into last week, it was well if you went out, uh, you might end up in the Alamo Bowl, mm-hmm. which okay, let's go. I that could be right, man. Six or eight wins, you're still going to go to the Liberty Bowl, that guaranteed rate bowl, or the Texas Bowl. So yeah. take your pick.
1: Mm, brutal. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up, possibly. Uh, coin toss to determine the, the remaining schedule for the University of Oklahoma at some time today. All right, we'll be back. Keep hitting the text line.
0: All right, so maybe I didn't have a quarter in my car, but I did have both a nickel and a dime. Same thing. To do this, if you would like. Would you prefer the nickel or the dime? The nickel is uh, 2005 is when it left the Mint, if that matters. What's the dime? Uh, Let me check.
1: 2005 was a sucky year for us. This is... uh don't I thought say, it said tw- I, thought I thought it
0: said 2014. <laughs> it says 2013. <laughs> so at least she won the Sugar Bowl that year. Uh, okay, uh, give it.
1: Do the 2013. One. Okay,
0: so how are we doing this? Um, heads, the home team win. Tails, the road team wins.
1: Yeah, I didn't look up what that guy did, but
0: we'll just do it that let's way. Let's do
1: it All that right, way. All right. First
0: one is again tails. OU will win this Saturday. Heads, West Virginia wins. It is a heads, so.
1: Dang it. Okay, so. <laughs> Boy, that makes
0: you, five and five, five and five is your record, right? Still
1: have an opportunity to be bowl bound. All right, home against Oklahoma State. We need a heads to win.
0: And we got a tails. Oh, my okay.
1: gosh. Five and six.
0: Five and six. Here we go. On the road it's hit. Come on, baby. Give us a tails. It is. It's heads. (laughs) Five and seven. Five and seven in the
1: year. And Tech uh, celebrates by destroying the South. Is this really what
0: kind of year it's like? The coin toss goes (laughs) nine and zero for the New York Jets. We can't even get one win in our last three to get to bowl eligibility. It's still worst season ever.
1: It still may be. It still may be correct. We unfortunately. Uh,
0: Well, well, here it is. They can't feel. All of the bowl slots available, so here's OU in the Liberty Bowl yeah, against Arkansas. Uh, Which, OU will be tails if they play Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl.
1: Someone's going to pull out because of uh, COVID. Maybe it'll be, I don't know, A&M's not going to make a bowl That's another
0: heads, too, so they're not going to win that one either.
1: Man, brutal. Well, uh...
0: What a fun experiment. Glad you brought that to our attention. (laughs) It would make us feel even better.
1: Uh, we'll know right away. I'll, I'll. It's gonna be in the back of my head that he, the entire trip to West Virginia and right at kickoff, I'm yeah. gonna be seeing. Text
0: line says throw the dime away. No <laughs> kidding, got to get rid of that thing.
1: Well, hang on a second. Which part of that is true? We need to. We'll do it with an actual quarter coming up. It's
0: what's done is done. No, unfortunately, it,
1: it's a it's a flip of the quarter, not a dime or anything else i mean let's have some i figure you as a guy here. that
0: has like a couple half dollars sitting in his car randomly
1: i don't but i may have some like interesting
0: you lived in vegas long enough i still think you have some 50 cent pieces some laying those, around a there a laying big, around there somewhere a
1: plastic bucket full of them
0: <laughs>
1: can you imagine playing at a slot machine and carrying around a bunch of coins yeah i've i've done it before really
0: oh yeah this was uh, at least 11 years ago at some spots they still – I doubt that they have that anywhere yeah. now. It would be downtown Vegas if they do, but I've, I've done that before.
1: If there's ever an indication that you're not going to win anything worth a dang, it's that you have to carry your winnings around in a bucket, it's a pretty, plastic bucket. It's pretty
0: embarrassing. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing.
1: Yeah, Here, carry it around in this. Carrying, not-
0: <laughs> carrying around $12.50 yeah. of half dollars in a bucket. Yeah.
1: This is proof that you'll never hit anything bigger than $20. Uh,
0: well, OU plays West Virginia on Saturday, 11 a.m. on FS1. Is Jimbo Fisher going to be the next head coach at West Virginia?
1: Oh, I don't know. Perhaps. Yeah, the. You know, it's weird. I know Neil Brown is obviously under a a bunch of stress right now, and maybe maybe something happened. Maybe they fire him. But you know, it's not like he's just. Uh, been complacent and hasn't done anything. It, he was able to, to bring in Graham Harrell and and JT Daniels through the offseason. I mean, we know that that is just geographically everything going there. It's a hard place to it's win. It's definitely a
0: challenge for sure.
1: Uh, especially being in a conference where you're so isolated from everyone else.
0: But it has been done before, and West Virginia fans don't forget about that. I know it was done before in a different situation in a conference like the Big East, but – yeah. I mean, they were on the brink of playing for a national championship in 2007. Not that long ago.
1: Yeah. No, they were. Um... That's got to be
0: one of the more unique jobs in all of college football. Because of the location and proximity to the rest of the teams that it plays against every single year. Does anyone, is anyone more of a remote outpost in their own conference than West Virginia? Like no. Tech feels like they're an outpost of the Big Twelve, so does Ames, but it ain't like West Virginia.
1: Well, even even Colorado in the Big in the Pac twelve isn't like West Virginia, you know. Like they're they're fairly close to the Arizona schools and the Utah schools, um, you know. They're they're in the same region, right what yeah, West Virginia it's in the same time zone, yeah, West
0: Virginia, I wonder okay, if they're yeah, the only if they're the only power five team or the only team period that it's in a completely different time zone than everyone else in their own conference,
1: yeah, well, I guess Colorado's mountain, I don't know what like the Arizona's flip between FB, yeah, mountain flips. and Pacific, I don't know what Utah, but does. they're
0: at least mountain at some point in the year, right, right? Yeah. so
1: well, you know. Uh, the University of Southern California and the University of California Los Angeles are about to be outposting the Big Ten but at least you know they've got someone there with them you know and like there's more unique things to West Virginia like yeah, they've got a small airport there that I'm sure they can fly recruits into but it's just, it's just difficult it's not there's nothing about it that is that is easy right now so it's a hard place to win and you know, they've done, a, they've done an okay job remaining competitive. This year has, has gone bad for them. But, you know, the, the real shocking thing for them has been, you know, their defense. You know, the last several years defensively, West Virginia has been one of the teams that has kind of led the charge into like the defensive-minded teams in the Big, Big 12, kind of flipping it around a little bit. And this year it's just kind of gone off the rails for them.
0: I love this text. Just flipped my token for range balls at the golf course. We went out. Yes. <laughs> nice.
1: That's that's as official as a nickel or a dime, whatever we used.
0: Uh, Sean says, with one home game left, who does OU have left to recognize between possessions? That's a great point. Have they, oh. have they ran out of people for the Bedlam game? Please direct your attention to the Northwest End Zone.
1: I don't – there has to be some type the, – the meteorology school is going to be recognizing some people, and I'm sure there's a, a professor that's getting an award or recognition for, you know, how many years of service or, or I guess it's not years of service, whatever you call it, um, tenure. I don't know. We'll find something. We need a quarter from
0: 2,000, says Patrick. Yes. Uh, John Arnold says, am I a boomer-doomer thinking OU's in a sticky situation? I'd say if we go to Morgantown and get manhandled by West Virginia, there's a good chance that we lose Jackson Arnold and several others. No. Yeah, I don't think you're going to lose Jackson Arnold. You're you're fine there.
1: Recruiting is far less tied to the current team's record than you think.
0: Look at Texas the past uh, decade plus.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the the, the Vasek situation is – you know, that was that was one of those that we we thought originally, regardless of what our record was, that it was going to be difficult to keep him anyways, right? And outside of outside of Vosick, have we had any other guys wavering?
0: Well, you had Anthony Evans take a Georgia visit. I've been told not to worry about that one. We'll see. And then Who's look- he's a running back? He's a wide receiver. Wide receiver. Anthony Evans. Oh yeah,
1: he's the burner. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then uh, coming out today, I guess Lewis Carter might unofficially visit Auburn this Saturday, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. Zero. Lewis Carter backer, yeah, four star backer, yeah, yeah. Uh, which player. I guess he's a kid out of Tampa. Yeah, I guess his really coach uh, has like Auburn ties, and maybe that's who he's going with, whatever. But it's still it's strange. And you also had the um, the Spencer kid uh, flip to Miami. Uh, last week.
1: Who's Spencer?
0: Uh, The, the three-star out of the state of Virginia. Remember him? The, uh, golly, I think Linebacker? He, yeah, maybe he was going to play Cheetah for him. He flipped yeah. to Miami, like on the um, Friday night before the Iowa State game. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Oh, well, sorry to lay that one on you today. Yeah. Already well, in a
1: bad enough mood. Uh, he's a good player, too. The kid from Tampa, though.
0: He um, there's a Butkus Ooh. Award that they give out to high school kids. Yeah, he is a semifinalist for the high school Butkus Award. Lewis yeah. Carter,
1: not shocked. He uh, you can like sometimes whenever you you it it takes like two snaps of even if it's just a highlight film to say uh, this kid's just different and he's one of those.
0: Hawaii is definitely the outpost in their conference with about nine exclamation marks. Yes. I mean, kind of the obvious one there. I don't even there. know what
1: conference they're in. Are they in, the,
0: uh, are they in the Mountain West? Is that where they play? The Mountain West? I know they traveled to Colorado State yes. a few weeks ago. They're in the Mountain West.
1: Hawaii is in the Mountain West. They're 2-8, and 1-4 and four in conference.
0: BYU in the Big 12 will be equal access uh, as West Virginia. No
1: way. So much better so much closer, so much easier to get to.
0: Yeah, I mean, BYU is at least like 45 minutes from a major airport.
1: Yeah. It's,
0: West Virginia is about an hour and a half away from a major airport.
1: Yeah, it's, it's totally different. Totally different. And even BYU has, like, they have a built-in really large recruiting base. Um, and Utah continues to gain a larger and larger recruiting base of – of people moving in there. So it's, it's totally, totally different. I get the, I get what you're saying though. I, but the separation is like, what's the furthest East school that we have? Other than West Virginia. I mean, everyone's just right, right along the I-35 corridor, right? Syracuse? Like, no, no, no. I'm saying in the Big 12.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just I-35. Like, so, like, probably Ames, I guess. But might
1: be might be Stillwater. It could be. Wow. Unless I'm not thinking of one. Um, is Lawrence well,
0: Lawrence is by Kansas City, so it's pretty close to the, the border of Kansas and Missouri. But
1: point is, we're all, like, on that same corridor and – that's it's a long way to West Virginia, man. It is a long way. Utah, it's even though it's way out there, it's just it's just seems to be a little bit different. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. I'm gonna find a quarter over this break. We're gonna oh, we're gonna boy. flip this thing the way God intended it to be flipped.
0: Eight and five eight and four season is how he intended to happen.
1: We're waiting we're gonna use
0: Cavens Construction bringing you this hour of The Rush. We're inside the Brown O'Haver Studios today. Cavens Constructions they offers remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance. Cavens Facility Maintenance serves all of Oklahoma. Can help take the ease off of your staff, but fixing those pesky problems in your office building. Give Cavins a call today. 405-573-3048. Did you find a quarter?
1: I did. Hmm. I'm trying to find... Hang on. It was a... Kind of random... I found the quarter. I stole it from Connor's desk back there. It looked like he had just placed it there. Oh, nice. Um,
0: Maybe he didn't tip the uh, car hop at Sonic
1: earlier today. Here's what's crazy about this quarter. This quarter was minted the same year that I was born. 1970.
0: Hey, 19... uh, 82. 82. 81. One. yeah.
1: Man. Which luckily just dodges the year that West Virginia beat us uh, with Hostetler by one year, I think um i'm trying to look that year we went (laughs) seven four and one yeah
0: that that time frame leading up to the 85 championship um some lean years in there
1: lost to texas um who else did we lose to are you gonna flip the quarter before we hit the top of the hour here here we go now i'm just gonna let it i'm not gonna do the flip catch it and flip
0: oh so you're just gonna let it yeah, okay. On on the studio floor. Tails. Okay. Tails, that's a win.
1: That's a win. Bowl
0: eligibility. Oklahoma State. Your 6 and 4 Sooners. Oklahoma State at home is heads. Wow. That was a must-win game 7 and 4. I'm wondering if you're lying right no, now. No, I swear. I swear. Okay, cuz I can't see the quarter Finally,
1: you're... at Tech, we need a Tails. Great wins. Tails. Undefeated.
0: 8-4 season. Look at you.
1: Undefeated. Thank
0: God for Connor.
1: Same way, man. Uh, we you, pro-
0: uh, you scouts honor the the quarters actually fell that way. Yeah, swear. Sure. Okay, right.
1: And hey, we beat Houston in the Sun Bowl that year. So how about that? We could have done that one too, the bowl game. <laughs> huh? Let's go. All right, quick timeout. Wait, well, wait, 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 we have got, okay. got
0: plenty of time left
1: here. Oh, okay. You were rushing me like we we're about well. To I end mean, break. you were going
0: to go on like a three minute tangent about the nineteen eighty one season. I wanted to make sure that we got the final record in before. It's three fifty nine. You're like, all right, let's start picking these games here.
1: It's this radio, bro. Come on, it's what we do.
0: Yeah, oh, not on. hit the top of the hour. I, yeah, I guess so.
1: Oh, you know what? Oh no, never mind. This was not a very, uh, very fun year. Lost to USC that year too. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Nice job for uh,
1: 1981 taking
0: us down that year. How about a happier thought? 65 years ago today. Game number – or win number 47 of the 47-game ga- uh, win streak. OU beat Missouri for win 47 in a row. Really? Do you know who was playing for Missouri that day? 1957, I believe, was the year.
1: 1957.
0: Who played? Who has OU ties that played for Missouri in 1957? Win 47 of the 47-game 40 ga- win streak. You're going to be really mad at yourself if you don't get this one.
1: I have no idea. Merv Johnson. Ah, uh, Okay. He was playing for Missouri at the time? I, uh, yeah. yeah How found about that? Out That's awesome. All right, quick timeout. More from the Rush coming up. Hour number two is next.